Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It is February 17th, 2023, the night before Canadian WrestleMania Elimination Chamber. Tomorrow night for Montreal, but tonight, SmackDown, the go-home show, AEW Rampage. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Tonight, NYC Demon Diva Issa and myself, Glenn Rubenstein, together, just the two of us, to break down everything that happened on an early Rampage and, ooh, a tense SmackDown in the buildup. Yeah. Tomorrow night at Illumination Chamber. I'm very excited for Illumination Chamber, not gonna lie. It's gonna be so good, and Montreal is so excited. Tonight, uh, you know, I joked that they were once again the conspiracy against Sami Zayn continues with all the audio dropouts. They had to keep censoring it tonight because Montreal was getting rowdy and had some choice yep. words about the tribal chief uh and some chance there in the main event. Yeah, a lot of people had choice words today, whether it was Montreal or whether it was on Twitter, huh? Well, it happens. Uh, the big <laughs> news story tonight, Tony Khan, Tony Twitter yep. fingers, as Alfred Kanawa, who's out tonight, so affectionately calls him, uh, had words for Ariel Hawani tonight saying, you're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legitimate of a reporter as, uh, you're as, legitimate of a reporter as Tony Schiavone and the reason he said why is because Ariel Hawani does, uh, you know, independent reporting, lots of interviews, was on WWE programming tonight as an on-screen correspondent in Montreal. Yeah, but Ariel Hawani has been collaborating and doing WWE interviews for a long time, way before he even interviewed Tony Khan. Yeah, well, but I think but- if you're interviewing people, that's one thing, but appearing on programming... And not, we're not talking about a pre-show. This wasn't like the Sam Roberts pre-show report, you know? Yeah, but still, 
just to assume that somebody that's independent and doesn't work for you is not going to take opportunities. Mm. I think yeah. this is coming from Ariel going on the record saying that Tony Khan is like the worst interview he's ever done. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got to remember that happened too. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, but that could not detract tonight from SmackDown. Um, did you watch Rampage today early at its early time? Kind of, yes. Yeah, I kind of watched it as well. Pre-taped Rampage. Rampage slam dunk where the Elite maintained their trios championship over Top Flight and AR Fox. Good match. Excellent there was basketball. Match. Basketball in the match. Because <laughs> it was Rampage slam dunk. Yeah, but you know what? I, I get it. They're promoting NBA All-Star, but it always brand basketball stuff so i wasn't mad at it it was a great placement of whatever they were promoting they they should have done a three-on-three game right that would oh my god i would have loved that actually (laughs) i i think we'd be surprised like i think actually if it had been a true three-on-three pickup game i think top flight would have smoked the elite i think he's pretty good at basketball are they? I think the, bu- yeah. the Bucks would have tried some like Globetrotters esque trick plays, uh, but ended yeah, up like uh, getting it taken to them. That's just just a theory, you know. Yeah, I see your point, but they're pretty they're pretty decent at the basketball thing. So, I was a match. We said it already, but regardless, I mean, they they elite and I thought I thought they did fine. I thought they did. I liked their match on Dynamite a little bit better, mm. but it was it was fine for what it was. Well, and the big news, of course, happening after the match when Birdie King and Malachi Black, the House of Black, called out the Elite and put them on notice. So that will probably be uh, the next big trios feud. Or maybe they'll do it for Revolution since we had the pay-per-view yeah. coming up. Uh, yeah. I, that's what I thought. Like We were talking on the Wednesday night podcast was what trio is there for the Elite now. And the first trio that came to my mind was House of Black. So I'm looking forward to the feud. Mm. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, we had a promo from Yuta talking about loved uh, how, how a smart move it was to leave the best friends to go to the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, then we had Ricky Starks versus Daniel Garcia with Ricky Starks getting a win. Of course, Ricky Starks gets the win, but it's still this feud with Jericho hasn't really done much for him considering the momentum he had going into his match against MJF. But I'm yeah. happy to see him get a win after that ridiculousness that went down with the gauntlet match over on Dynamite. And Action Andretti appeared, and there was a brawl. And after the match, Tony Guevara, uh, Sammy Guevara, Sony, Tony Guevara, Sammy Guevara called out Tony Khan, demanding a match with Andretti. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We should get Andretti and Andrade. I think that's the natural pairing. Hopefully, hopefully, we see Andrade around here again. He's somewhere with Miro. Hmm. Uh, Fat Matt 777. Please forgive me, Issa, but Sammy is going to Roman Reigns with a sharpshooter. They're going to try and erase the Montreal screw job tomorrow night at the chamber. That's cute. That's cute. Are you covering That's tomorrow cute. night's show? I am. Oh, it's exciting. Yep, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to like see Roman Reigns retain. If Sammy Zayn wins, I'm crashing tomorrow night's podcast. You can't keep me <laughs> off this podcast. He's not winning, Glenn. Relax. Ryan Muhammad. You have the night off. Thank you for the 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 pound. Um, he could win. Imagine that. Imagine Sami Zayn as the WWE Undisputed Champion. You and uh, that seven seventy seven super shot. Cute, cute stuff. 
Be big. Be big, I tell you. Um, well, Jade Cargill beat Vert Vixen for the TV, uh, to retain the TBS championship. What's this up to for Jade? This is like 60 now? 51 or 52. I'm not sure. Okay. Last I saw her on TV, she was winning her 50th. So I'm assuming this is 51. Okay. The, the issue with these wins is like they're not really building it like the way that they should. I don't know when these wins are happening, but happy for her. 53, somebody's saying. 51. I don't know how many wins she has, but she's still undefeated. She's still a beast. I wish that would put her against bigger names at this point yeah. you know yeah. to, to make it to make these wins really count you got to start putting her against the top names in the women's division i mean i think she'll get to 100 i think she'll get to 100 wins at this point who dethrones i her? hope so nobody nobody's ready to dethrone her at this point they haven't really built anybody yeah uh but no to dill matthew's point it feels like only about three of the 53 win uh wins really mean anything so yeah i think right. uh more meaningful opponents will help well, let's talk about the main event tonight. Dustin Rhodes versus Swerve Strickland. Um, but there, there, there was. Uh, this was a hell of a match. This was a pay-per-view yeah. quality match. And I was almost kind of bummed that they just used this to have Keith Lee come back and not have a clear winner to this. Not that, I mean, not that Dustin needed it uh, or should have necessarily right. won, but I really, really like this match a whole lot. And the storyline has been great. <laughs> I like that too. It's crazy that Dustin Rose is still doing what he's doing in a good level. He's putting on really good matches when we do see him out there at his age. And I, I personally really liked it. I was really invested and I was happy to see Keith Lee back. I, yeah, I didn't nice. want that. I didn't think that that story should have been finished, but keeping him off TV after wow. the brutal attack made sense. Yeah, it's been I'm a assuming while. we're going to, yeah, I'm assuming we're going to get the Keith Lee and Swerve one-on-one at oh, yeah. Revolution. Although when they kept saying no one's coming to save Dustin for a second, I was like, Cody in a mask. Like, what can we do here? What can we do? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like the whole women's division should have came out to to save him since I heard that Dustin has been really helping out a lot of the oh. women in the women's division in AEW. I mean, he's very talented. He's doing some of the best work of his career at this late stage. And uh, yeah, like emotionally, I feel very invested in him getting that win, but I understand why swerve needs to keep his dominant streak going and they use him in a very smart way you don't see dustin rose out there every week so when his matches yeah. do happen you become invested and they feel like a big deal i think they're doing i think they've done a good job with dustin rose so far in AEW. yeah no i agree it has been uh good yes and, and keith with the, with a new do tonight <laughs> yeah I barely saw it. I was uh, grabbing my Uber Eats order. Ah, what'd you get? What'd you get from As Uber Eats? Chicken quesadillas. Oh, okay. We got um, too many vegan tacos tonight delivered. Oh, nice. Were they good from where? They were good. We got it from a place called a Garden Grill. And we got, they had like a steak one with like a vegan uh, cream sauce. We had... Um, like a chicken teriyaki one. We had like a barbecue jackfruit and then there was like a spicy jackfruit. And we just like sat there and ate all the vegan tacos. And then I was like, we could have made this. We could have made this ourselves. So Who that's our mission this weekend. That? Well, this weekend, so what we decided to do is we got a bunch of like the different frozen fake meats. We're going to make a bunch of taco filling um, and then just mm -hmm. refrigerate and freeze it. And that way we can just heat it up, pop it in those low carb tortillas we like, the Mr. Tortilla ones, and just do that. Which will be about, you know, like a fifth of the cost of what we spent. Tonight. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. You order Uber Eats and it's like, oh, it's gonna be like fifteen bucks, for example. And once you yeah. add in the tip and the fees, you like go on to thirty, and you're just to eat that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really insane. It's insane that we've all bought into that. As something that's right. normal. The idea that dinner for one being 30 or 35 bucks is okay. Like, that's insanity. I know. I know. But it's always the fees. Like, I don't think I the price for the meal itself is, is crazy. No, I know. And yes, Fernando, the in the chat, Puerto Rico does have Uber Eats. It just depends on what area in the island you're in. Not every area in the island has Uber Eats. Yeah, Sergio saying he had Del Taco today. Del Taco, you look at the bill and like, this is... $15 of food and I'm paying $15 in fees to get this $15 right. of food delivered to me. It's right. Crazy. Right. But That's sometimes the convenience, if you're busy, I had, I had one of those days where it was back to back to back, something yeah. work related. I didn't have the time to even like, so sometimes you pay for the convenience more than you do the food. A lot of the stuff that I order, just like you, is just something that I can make myself for a lot cheaper. <laughs> you want to know what the laziest move is, is when you order pasta. Because it's like, that's literally saying, I didn't have the energy just to boil water and heat up sauce. My lazy move is ordering Starbucks. Oh, I've done that before. And then I have to order and pay for the priority because my coffee ice and it's like 85 degrees here. I don't want it to get here melted. So I pay for the priority so it gets there right away. <laughs> what I love about ordering Starbucks is they have like a minimum order to not pay an extra surcharge. So I always have to right. get like the chia pudding or something in addition to my latte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best I get you, man. But no, I thought Rampage was good tonight. It's weird when it's on early, though. Yeah, because I'm doing other stuff. We're, get, we're getting ready to settle in for the evening. Like it was, yeah. Uh, weird timing. I was doing and a couple the of interviews for. I was doing a couple of interviews for Lucha Libre Online, so I had it on. I'm trying to interview and like keep my eye on <laughs> uh, on Rampage at the same time, multitasking all day, every day. Yeah, I feel you. Um, but it's it's a three day weekend for most people. Uh, a lot of people took today. We took today partially off, so it was nice. But um, yeah, I was really looking forward to tonight and SmackDown. It's tough though because I want to say it didn't disappoint, but at the same time, oh, so there was one letdown. Paul Heyman made a big deal about the Usos staying home, saying you're going to see something on TV. You could see something on TV you don't see there. There was no blink and you miss it hidden thing tonight they didn't really pay that off i think that was a misdirect because the usos are going to be in well, Canada he says tomorrow. stay home to watch elimination chamber he didn't specify oh, okay. you also gotta watch smackdown oh i thought it was smackdown i thought it was stay home next week i thought it was stay home next no week. he says stay home for he wanted okay he wanted them to watch elimination chamber from home they're, you they're think showing they up show up they have to you show think up so? night. they have to i mean the way this works. okay look if you just have roman beat sammy clean People are going to throw lit garbage into the ring in Montreal. You, this will not be a good you, scene. Did you watch Clash at the Castle? I Did you see that crowd tonight? This isn't going to be... I mean, this is going to be bad, man. Yeah, guess what? They hadn't had a pay-per-view in the UK for a lot longer than Montreal. And they still did. I mean, maybe they'll fly in Tyler Fury to sing for the crowd afterwards. You think <laughs> hey, they'll make them down laugh? a little bit. That was the weirdest <laughs> thing in Clash of the Castle. It was kind of like... We, it wasn't supposed to air. It wasn't supposed yeah. to air. I mean, it was very much like, we don't know what's going to happen as a result of this. Please go out there and calm down the crowd. Um, no, I think the Usos have to interfere. Kevin Glenn, Owens Glenn, comes hold out. On. If you were tasked yes. with the assignment of calming down the Montreal crowd after Roman beat Sammy saying, what song would you sing them? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really weird? Okay, so I could name a lot of things in a lot of areas, and we've been talking a lot about international music lately. I have no clue. Oh, I did watch a little bit of 
music plus from the 90s recently and all of the music that they were playing on there was super boring so i don't know what's like a big french canadian hit that would calm them down maybe they could just start singing the canadian national anthem or is there the anthem of montreal if i was tasked with that i would definitely sing blame canada from the south park (laughs) (laughs) anyways um I think some of Montreal would blame Canada as well. I mean, I was thinking about that tonight. I was thinking about like, uh, for some reason, when I think of Montreal, I think about the the Quebecois, um, like Montreal uh, separatist movement, and that they want to like uh, secede from the nation. Like, I don't know. I, th- I think some Montreal would blame Canada as well because they want they want to get out of there and break ties and just become a full French nation. Um, but uh, no, I you know I don't know. I don't know what a big hit was that would calm people down in uh in uh french canadia i'm not sure what that is um but i think uh that crowd was so live tonight but no i think the natural conclusion of this look if we're getting sammy and kevin versus the usos at wrestlemania then yes the usos have to come out kevin has to come out they have they have kevin uh they have kevin and sammy standing tall at the end of this that's how you calm the crowd down tomorrow night even though sammy loses i mean he's losing so figure out how you calm them down he could win. He has a chance. That's cute. What if Roman? No, never mind. Um, so no, what if Roman was Glenn? Why are you trying to fight me? What if Roman like decides during he's like, I really, you know, just gotta go to the bathroom. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get pinned. Oh my god! Like this is uh, over. Mark Wahlberg, like Mark Walver on Rockstar. Remember when he gave the <laughs> mic to the fan and said, "I really gotta go take a piss," and then <laughs> yeah. he never came back. <laughs> It could happen. Yeah. What if Roman just like, you know what? Sammy should win. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, and then he just starts wrestling in indie promotions in Pensacola. Like the guy in Rockstar started singing at the little bars. You it know? could happen. It could happen. And he cuts his hair. Do you think? So? I'm sorry. Rockstar is one of my favorite movies. Really? Of all time, so yeah, I love that movie. That is very interesting. Yeah. Very it's on my top 10. Wait, the, really? one, the one of it, the one of it who got to be, it's fun. It's fun. It was okay. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the real story is interesting. You know, the real story behind it with Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I like. I wish it had been a bit more authentic to that. I think when they started playing right. it for comedy is well, like because I was expecting like a real thing about Tim Ripper Owens. Um, yeah, agreed, agreed. But I, I just thought it was a fun. It's a fun concept the way that you know yeah. the fan that got to be because a lot of fans are so passionate. I'm one of them. You know, I'm very passionate about certain things, so it's just fun to to just see it from that perspective. That's probably why I like it. Maybe the movie itself is not executed at its best, but the concept of it really yeah, always no, intrigued me. It's good. And so I Roman is gonna be time. like, here, here's, here's, here's the titles. I really gotta go take a piss, and he never comes back. <laughs> Anyways, that would be an epic end to the reign. Uh, yeah, we could. <laughs> that is not how Roman Reigns ending like Reigns ends. Okay, it never ends. Well, here's what I was trying to think about today, and I just want to put mm. this out. Then this is gonna infuriate you. But I was like, before Takeover Brooklyn, where people saying, "Oh, Bailey doesn't stand a chance." Sasha's gonna Sasha's gonna retain like come on like there's no comparison here between the two Glenn you're talking about NXT I know I'm just curious I'm trying just curious because I came in that that was my re-entry point to wrestling and I remember they set it up on the show like Bailey didn't stand a chance in hell but I'm trying to remember what the sentiment was at the time if people were speculating you know or if it seemed just as crazy 
listen, I don't want to talk about Roman Reigns' reign ending, okay? He's not going to end. In my book, Roman will win no matter who he's facing, no matter where they're at. So that's just okay. what it is. Okay. You're being very calm and measured with this. I think you've accepted the possibility that he could lose. There's no possibility. But I did get a little excited when I heard uh, Sammy Singh's old entrance team. Not going to lie. It got in my feels a little bit. <laughs> okay. But I'm telling you this. If Sammy shows up tomorrow night with the short, tight beard and a haircut, I'm going to say I give that 50, like 50%50 more chance that he's No, playing. come on, Glenn. You and I both know that that means that he's accepting that he's going to die and he doesn't want to go into the funeral home. You know those people don't know how to cut your hair and make you look right? You end up looking like old botch. So he's going to take care of it before he dies. That way he looks good for his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody to start a business and I want to see the TV commercial for like the, the post-mortem uh, stylist who's like, you, you think the funeral home knows how to cut your hair, do your makeup? You don't want to look like <laughs> shit as you go into the afterlife. Hire me. They always do such a bad job. Like if something happens, so first of all, I don't want a funeral. Like cremate me right away. No, I don't want nobody crying over me like gross. But um, I have my friends coming and do my makeup. Don't let those people do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, these are things no one talks about. Uh, Fat Matt seven dollars super chat saying Jay shows up in Sammy's corner. Sammy wins. Roman and Jay headlight night one for the title at Tribal. <laughs> I love these, the the scenarios. It is wrestling. Anything can happen. Yeah. You know? So tonight we opened with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Shotzi. Natalia getting that Canadian native daughter of the land uh, pop tonight from the crowd. Good for her. Good for her. I did like seeing Shayna and Ronda look more like a team. It really does look like we're going to stick with them in the tag team division, and I'm not mad at that. And Shotzi Blackheart, who is a she-wolf like Shakira. <laughs> yep, and Shotzi Tab, not Natalia. So at least they didn't make Natalia lose in front of you when know, she her team had, lost, but she didn't lose. When Natalia had ronda in the sharpshooter i was like holy shit they're gonna I have know. ronda rousey tap out like and i really thought i was like that's their in their mind that's their makeup for having sammy lose is that natalia is gonna get this huge win but that did not happen yeah also uh somebody brought it up in the chat that that ddt that ronda took i thought ronda was selling very well tonight during this match yeah John Jordan, $10 super chat. Thank you, John, saying late to the Thank party, you, but I called TK Francis Buxton on this pod long ago and couldn't have been more right. POS on Ariel's show and embarrassed himself ever since. Does AEW not have a PR department? He's a child. Wow. I was talking about that earlier where it's just like, uh, I, you don't see other company owners or CEO tweeting that kind of way, right? Like, Well, there's one I can think of who tweets that kind of way. Who, Are you talking about you, Elon maybe. Musk? He doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> he, bought, he wanted to tweet that way so bad he bought the platform. <laughs> thought, that's BDE right there. But at the same time, I wonder if that's what the fan base likes about TK. That he, I, I don't like that kind of... I don't like 
I don't care about social media, honestly. But I don't like that kind of behavior from an executive. Do you think uh, WWE set up a fake Twitter app on Vince's phone so Vince thinks he's tweeting crazy things that are getting engagement, but nobody ever sees them? <clears throat> I don't even think he knows what Twitter is. Well, he wished Shane, he wished Shane O'Mac that happy birthday. Best that tweet time. he ever. Like Tony Khan should learn from that tweet. <laughs> Have your team do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, Shane. That was it. Yo, that was the coldest. <laughs> I always think about it. The angriest I ever had a girlfriend get at me. Um, and believe me, there have been times. But one time I got a birthday card and it was just like wishing you a happy birthday, best wishes. And she was like, this is a card you give a coworker. Why are you giving this to me? I'm your girlfriend. Do you see uh, what Giselle, Tom Brady's ex, commented on his post when he announced retirement? And she was like, I wish you the best in your future endeavors. And I'm like, damn, she gave her the, the HR email. Wow. <laughs> yep. <sighs> yes, uh, we shouldn't discount that uh, Christopher <laughs> Strykleather saying TK is a child trapped inside an adult's body. Maybe it's a big situation. Maybe he switched bodies with a child. You know, he switched minds like a Freaky Friday situation. And Tony Khan's really, you know, like a 13-year-old boy in an adult's body. Well, based on the fact that there's like not a lot of people watching wrestling, I doubt that a child will be tweeting about this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, child, like, if, if it's like a child trapping an adult's body, you really think they're gonna know who Ariel Hawani is? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, Ronda and Shayna won this. I, th I think they're gonna be winning those tag titles in Mania, agreed. Or they're at least gonna go into a field with damage control, which damage yeah. control needs. I keep on forgetting they're tag team champions. It's true. Uh, John Jordan saying, "Easy, you'd have Tony Khan in your office five times a week if you ran HR for that place." I used to do HR, and let me tell you, <laughs> I, that's probably why I cringe when I see some of the stuff that he tweets. Oh man, uh, Hit Row tonight was out there. Oh man, <laughs> dropping bars on Montreal and Canada. Do no you like the bars. Here. There was no Degrassi reference. I was a little disappointed in that. Um, oh, but they said, they, yeah, uh, they talked about poutine. Yeah, well, you're going to badmouth poutine. Um, but uh, this, they were going to maple leave the country. I thought that was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was clever, actually, but then attacked by Bray Wyatt. I love when they call Canada, they call Montreal Canada side bitch because Toronto is the main girl. <laughs> It was I actually really like good. I mean, you want to talk about maximizing your minutes? They absolutely maximized that 60 seconds they were allowed to wrap on the air tonight. Um, but, yeah, Bray and Uncle Howdy uh, are now fully in cahoots, working together and attack them. Okay, but before you talk about that, like, who maximized his hate for Top Dollar? It was Michael Cole who still got a shot at Top Dollar as, as Bray's getting him off yeah. the top row. He's like, well, at least he went over the top row that time. And I was like, Michael Cole, stop being so petty. Oh, no. <laughs> and for a second, I was like, oh, shit, Hit Row's going to feud with Bray? I'm like, I want to hear those I bars. thought so, too. I thought so, too. No, that wasn't the case. So we're here to set something else up. I know. Which, uh, how do you feel about that? Bray Wyatt comes out with Uncle Howdy. Bray takes off the mask. So I don't know if you thought how the mask I did for a second. Mm. Did you? Uh, so here's the thing with I I think Uncle Howdy, now he's got to say mask. If you see that that's Bodalis, like gimmick over. Like that's just not interesting at that point. 
Um, but here's the thing. He's saying, okay, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, whoever wins your match, yep. like I'm coming for you. Here's run. the problem. He run. run, yeah. Uh, but here's the problem. Do you see Brock putting up with this shit? I think Brock's just gonna be like, <clears throat> F this, you know? Well, I remember back in like 2015, I think it was, when they teased up Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar feud and we all wanted it. Yeah. They the Wyatt family eliminated him from the Rumble, and then he had that handicap match at Roadblock against Luke Harper and Bray. But Bray never got in the ring, so we never really saw an interaction yeah. between Brock and Bray. Back then, I was dying for this feud. I don't know how I feel about it now. Um, but Brock is funny, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that this is gonna do Bray any favors now. What if Bray adds more people to his table and it's the Wyatt Six against oh, the Hurt Business? Is that ever because happening? Are, yeah, but they're teasing that the Hurt Business are reuniting. So what if Bobby mm. Lashley gets the win and that's the direction that we go in? Okay, okay. Um, I want to see Brock do a uh, Firefly Funhouse promo. <laughs> he would destroy that place. Could you imagine Brock without Paul Heyman going toe-to-toe with Bray Wyatt on the mic? That I'm here for. I can. He's been great. I think Brock has been great lately. Yeah, Brock will steal the puppets. He'll be awesome. <laughs> yep. But I don't think I don't. I I mean I think maybe Lashley's gonna. Bray Bray pulls up at the Firefly Funhouse, comes in, and Brock is sitting there having steak. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's sitting there eating huskus. You know. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it I could work. Curious. I'm curious. We'll see where it goes. Bray needs something. Bray needs something. He does desperately at this point. I just Um, didn't think this was going to be the direction that we're going with him. That shocked me a little bit, but we'll see where it goes. Well, what did you think of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus beating up the Viking Raiders tonight? It was a banger of a match. Good. I like the match. I'm just not invested into the Viking Raiders as of right now. No, Sheamus and Drew as a tag team, I like, but the Viking Raiders are still not really doing much for me. Yeah, I mean, Drew and Sheamus need some better competition, but I guess there's no one else they could really be going against right now. Um, right. With the Viking Raiders, I mean, whatever. You know, they're they're good wrestlers, but yeah, this gimmick is just... Um, it is what it is. Very good match, though. And I thought it could have gone either way, but I think Drew and Sheamus getting that win, it's like, to what end? Like, where do they go Do you there? not think that Drew McIntyre counting down the Claymore is stupid? Yeah, you're, you're letting your weird. like you did you see when he started counting it down, then the one they got out of the way. And then when he the match finished with a claymore without a countdown, just kind of out of nowhere. I feel like that finisher should be like an out of nowhere. I I get that you like to get the crowd involved, but I would prefer to see the claymore just kind of like come out of nowhere. I think it will it will be more impactful. Yes. It's like if someone says to you though, like, I'm gonna count to ten and I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. I mean mm-hmm. you're I should be able to block that or run away. <laughs> exactly. Or like three, two. Like even when he finishes yeah. the counter and he hits it, I almost blame it on his opponent for he's like, okay, well, you stood there. You knew what was coming. You heard 15,000 people count down. Like, come on. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, 
Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Stellar Justin Lopez with a $9.99 super chat that used to be enough to subscribe to the WWE Network. Justin Lopez saying, I was in the theater watching Ant-Man 3 mid-movie, Glenn. The MCU was slowly losing its magic. Wow. Yeah. Uh, look down at my phone and WTF Bray is facing Lashley or Brock at WrestleMania. Might as well give us Gunther versus Brock. Well, yeah, you don't know who's going to win. If Bobby Lashley wins, then that's the direction Bray's going in. But I don't think you want to bring Brock in a feud against Gunther after a loss. I, yeah. I nothing makes sense right now. It's true. Uh, I'm going to see Ant-Man 3 at the drive-in on Sunday night. So Don't waste your money. I like the Ant-Man movies. Okay. I, li- I like Paul Rudd. This Kang. I'm getting curious about the Kang thing and how they're building it's it gonna, up. It's just like you said Sunday, right? Like, how yeah. do you want to go? Like, you're going to be disappointed after the pay-per-view tomorrow when your favorite loses. And then you're going to go watch a movie that might disappoint you. Like, that's what you want to set up your weekend to be? That's on you, Glenn. I just got a bunch of uh, Timberici CDs in the mail that aren't online, including uh, <laughs> Timberici Classico, which is them with uh, the Mexican Symphony Orchestra redoing their hits from the late Beautiful. 80s. You know, yeah, I'm going to play that. I I'm still find it hilarious that you listen to more Spanish music than me. I know. Well, our new podcast and YouTube series soon is going to blow people's minds. Yeah. <laughs> or they will be completely indifferent to it. <laughs> Either way, but we'll have fun. That's the, it's going to be thing. fun. That's the key. Yep. That's the key. Uh, Fat Matt $2 saying, Wyatt Family versus the Hurt Business. That's I what I'm that'd saying. Be good. That's what I'm saying. That makes the most sense. Although with Brock, it's such a weird idea that I can't help but fantasy book that in my head. Right, right. Um, Justin Lopez, $4.99, saying, I agree with Issa that this is Triple H making it up to Bray for not getting his match with Brock at WrestleMania 32. They dropped him for Ambrose. Yeah, that was supposed to be the field and, and people were into it. But at the same time, we all know Brock had UFC 200 in his mind at that time. So I don't that know. That was who, a weird match. <clears throat> I don't know who Brock would have gotten at WrestleMania 32. I think he would have just wrestled the exact same way, you know, like not very invested because he was thinking about doing that UFC appearance. WrestleMania 32, we were all there. Oh, yeah, we were. There were some good matches, and there was a lot of like, I'm going to get up and go explore the stadium and see what that has to offer. What was your favorite match? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, the ladder match for the, the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, with the crazy finish. Nobody was expecting uh, Zach Ryder to oh, win that. that was, yeah. I mean, the reaction from the audience. I Stardust. thought the women stole the show. I like yeah, the, the women's, women's match, match was really good, too. Well, I really want. Yeah, I didn't like how they just completely treated Becky like a nothing. Like Sasha right. had Snoop, Charlotte had the big entrance, and then Becky was like, "And but they Becky did the Lynch. same thing. They did the same thing for Becky at WrestleMania 35 when she won the two yeah. belts. They had, they had Ronda had the live entrance. They had Charlotte mm-hmm. come in the helicopter, and be- Becky just came out. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> women's match was my her. second favorite uh, yeah. of that. But no, I thought with uh, Stardust doing the dusty tribute with the ladder, Sammy yeah. and Kevin, that that match was just. So much fun to watch live. The problem with WrestleMania 32, I'm sorry, is that takeover the night before, which we were also at, 
and Shinsuke. Sammy and freaking Shinsuke. Sammy that's something Shinsuke, I'll never man. forget. Like so, easily top three matches I've seen live. Somebody asked me not too long ago to do like my favorite matches that I've seen live, like mm-hmm. do like a top 10 for my YouTube channel. And it's taking me forever to put it together because there's been so many. But that one always makes the list. Like there's no way that I'm going to leave out Shinsuke versus Sammy. I love seeing that match live. And I was really lucky that I was at Evolution for Becky versus Charlotte. Oh, I that's, love that match too. I was there, there too, Glenn. What you were in Evolution? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it was in New York, bro. <laughs> Dude, we flew. We bought tickets for Evolution and we, we did like a 36-hour round trip to New York to go there. Uh, that was insane. But that match was amazing. If it, and, and by the way of it, I thought it was going to become a yearly thing, but it didn't. So it makes it more special that we got to be there for it because it was awesome. I, I remember most of it. But like we saw Mean Girls on Broadway earlier that day. I remember nothing yeah. about that experience because I was so tired. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that was that was a cool, cool event. But so good for Drew and Sheamus getting this win. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Do you think there's gonna be like a tag team mayhem match or something at Mania? Like, I feel like no, because if we're gonna do Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, if they, I don't know, we'll see where the story goes. But if the direction was to go into Sami and Kevin versus the Usos, where does that leave all of these other teams for in the meantime? In the Andre. Oh yeah, can't wait. It, that's not even a WrestleMania anymore. Now they do it the night before. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, this was uh, kind of a fun promo. We had uh, Mysterio and Santos Escobar giving each other their masks. I'm so glad they showed it because last week they made it a digital exclusive. Yeah, and a lot of people, that. a lot of people voice on social media like, why didn't you show this? It was awesome. Viva la lucha libre. I love that moment between them. Um, but then Karrion Cross went up to Ray and said, I no longer want to have kids and see how <laughs> shitty your life is as a father and how your son treats you. Honestly, same. I that's how that's how I learned when I was like, Oh, I see all my friends having kids and they have no life. Maybe I don't want to go in that direction. They they should show this to help prevent teen pregnancy. Show this to the teenagers. Like, look how terrible Ray's being treated by his child who's bigger than he is and uh beats him up. You know, why would you want to do this to yourself? How How is Dominic treating him bad? I mean, technically speaking, Rhea Ripley paid the tab for the Mysterios at Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, I've been running a lot of stuff through Google Translate on lyrics. And with uh, Mommy, it always translates it into Mom in English. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think yeah. that's how, like, I don't think that's how Gu- uh, Guyana meant it um, in this song. No. <laughs> like. Yeah, no. really, really breaks up. Same the way that sometimes we call the Roman Reigns daddy. We don't, we're not calling him the father. Um. <laughs> so, yes, Karrion Cross doesn't doesn't want to have children anymore. Uh, Good for him. Oscar uh, versus Liv Morgan, and this turned into. Wait, did we just... talk about the video package for the Bloodline? No, we should talk about that. Uh, oh my bit. god, did it not get you in your feels a little bit? Like the fact that they started in April, and like to go back and see how it started and how we all thought Sammy was gonna hang out with them for a couple of weeks, and now it's the biggest story in wrestling. It's crazy. Okay, so this is where it depends on how it ends. Because if this ended with Sammy Zayn becoming champion, I would say this is the best storyline I've ever seen. In the world of professional wrestling. But okay. But if it ended that way, I would say this is the best storyline I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Yeah, because you're a Sami Zayn fan. 
But don't you think? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I ain't glad. I'm sorry. (laughs) There are people. This is what I love about this. 2016, I started doing this podcast for years. I've been saying Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, real life, major baby face, super entertaining, talented wrestler. So many people are on board the Sami Zayn train at this point. The storyline has made them invested. So if you could pay off everybody's emotional investment in Sami Zayn, you've developed this story where you've built up this underdog who now has a chance to get a moment of triumph. Now, if they use this to solidify Roman and gets beat by Cody, the Cody story is good, but it's not... Just neither one of them is beating Roman. Okay. I'm going to tell you something, Glenn. I've been back... And got back into wrestling since before 2014 because of Roman Reigns. So your case is the same as mine. I had to deal with people booing him, hating him, saying he wasn't the guy. Now they're all aboard the train, staying clear the closing doors, the tribal chief. I know you see them throwing their ones up after they boo him. It's the same situation. I'm enjoying. I went through years of, you know what, fun fact. We're just talking about WrestleMania 32. Grown men booed my nephew who was like 16 at the time for wearing a roman reigns shirt and i'm like what are you guys doing like what is happening so you have to understand like i see your point but i need you to see it from my point too this is a historic ring we don't see rings like this it shouldn't just end because people like this guy well hold on a second but with cody that's the argument oh he's coming back he's doing it for his father he's not ending it either Okay, Cody's but then, then here's the question, okay? So we just went from having a year-long Roman Reigns storyline with Bloodline that was incredible. Okay, a year and a half. So it started with Jimmy and Jay, transferred to Sami Zayn. Now we've got Cody. It's a bit of a hot shot. It's a good hot shot, but it's still like a six-week feud. Where do we go if Roman Reigns retains? Where do we go? Do we just go into another like Drew McIntyre feud or something that's just kind we of We go filler? into a thousand day of Roman Reigns as Universal Champion, the biggest celebration in history. Okay, so imagine back when FDR was president, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, president of this country through World War II. He, they didn't have term limits then, so he got elected to four terms as president. Can you imagine how boring politics were when they were like, oh yeah, we got the president, we love the president, he's going to run for election again, he'll get elected again. It's nice. That doesn't even make any sense that you're comparing. No, because you need competition. Everything has to come to an end or else it just kind of runs into oblivion. So so somebody needs to step up. That's not Roman Reigns' fault that nobody can be at his level. Okay, you're aware this is a predetermined sport where things are scripted. Right. Like, they can write something. And when I, okay, actually, no, you just made the point, though. You actually just made the point, though, that I was trying to make, which is that they can write this. And oftentimes it's like, oh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, we're into that. But... No, Drew wasn't it. Drew okay. wasn't it. Nothing but... has felt like this feels. I will give you that. Okay. So you have Sammy and then people are like, oh, Cody can't beat that. But it's like, no, Cody's rising to the occasion as well. So now what you're suggesting is they have to now, they've, they've just did two in a row where they couldn't come up with an interesting opponent since maybe like Daniel Bryan. I mean, the Brock thing was okay for a bit, but it also kind of been there, done that. So now we got to come up with a third. Like they got to have the hat trick and come up with a third Magic the person feud. that should dethrone Roman Reigns should be Seth Rollins. Yeah. But people are not ready to have that conversation yet. After that match that they had at the Rumble, I wouldn't be opposed for it to be Roman Reigns. I mean, Seth Rollins. 
Seth, Seth, Roman has not beaten Seth on pay-per-view. Seth got the DQ win over Roman, and then they went nowhere with that because they kind of like fit Seth in there for a second. I think it will make sense. I will hope that he beats both Sammy and Cody, and we move on to that story. Okay. I think that's okay. I like Seth, but I think Seth is more powerful doing his own, because there are very few guys right now. Seth's already beat Roman. Seth's already at Roman's level because he has defeated him multiple times in the past. We need to bring up more people. So for Sammy or Cody, if like, okay, let's say it's going to be Cody, which Alfred is convinced it's going to be getting Cody. That yeah, level but he's not good. here tonight. We don't have to give him okay, okay. for being delusional. Like he's delusional. You and I both know it. We just don't tell him when he's here. <laughs> I think if you want me to be honest, and that's not because uh, Alfred's not here. If it had to happen, I will say that I would rather it be Sammy than Cody. I do think the Sammy story makes more sense yes. than Cody. But Sammy is at that. Uh, this would solidify Sammy at that level. It's not like, you know, uh, 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 trading a Rolex for a Casio, as it were. Uh, this will be bringing a new champ that's really earned it that's come up we need more at the top and cody i think i think cody's almost that part of the reason why i argue sammy is better i feel like cody's already kind of there in the eyes of the fans like if you split the titles cody could be the main champ on raw and then we have a main champ on smackdown cody can hold that down but i think we need to bring up more to where that do level. you go with sammy sammy wins where do you go with him kevin jay uso well jay uso kevin owens sammy versus kevin on the so, major so you level. you want us to go into a match that we've seen a million times. Yeah, basically. but this is now Kevin. Kevin's kind of like the guy who was just always a hair short of there, right? So there's a story because Kevin could be like, I was the original Universal Champion. I've had championships in this company, but people never scream my name that way. You came in, you weaseled your way, and you manipulated this. You got what you wanted. You took what should have been my spot. Like, that's deep storytelling. Deep storytelling that we sing a hundred thousand times. When's the last right, time? Got it, got when's it. the last time these guys were in a feud together? It's been quite a while. I mean, they were feuding just now. This is why Kevin Owens got that shot at the Rumble. Yeah, but they weren't real. Because not Kevin like Owens a... kept telling him the bloodline is not with you. Yeah, but that's not that's not a feud. That's like, bro, I'm looking oh, out for you, bro. Why don't you listen to me, bro? You and I both know that he was involved. He was involved. We even thought Kevin know. was used to set this up, but no, no, no. I, I, I will say, I just don't know where you will go with anyone, honestly. Like, if we're talking about Romans, Cody, or Sammy, I don't know where we go from here, but I am, I'm having fun in this journey, and I don't want it to end. So, okay. I get that Cody winning the Rumble is a big deal, and he should go on to main event WrestleMania, but the Bloodline story happened while you were not here, and it's just, you know, it's, it's weird. I'd rather go in this direction than that direction. I will say that, but I don't think that either one of them dethrones Roman. Well, okay, so Gunther is an option. And I don't know. I think no, that he's looks... got the IC title. Keep him over there. Okay. Okay. Um, Cross could have been. Oh, come an on. Co Glenn, could have been. Bye. Could have been. <laughs> I said could have been. You crossed the line, Glenn. <laughs> oh, I said cross for cross. I didn't even mean Bigfoot that. Bigfoot Sneakerhead 499 saying, Been a long time, Glenn. Hope all is well. Hi, Issa. Do you think there will be a triple threat match at WrestleMania with Cody, Sammy, and Roman? Possibly. Possibly. Depends on tomorrow night. I mean, Depends on tomorrow night. Yeah. I mean, the reaction for Sammy tonight was something special, man. Actually, you know what it depends on? It doesn't depend on tomorrow night. It depends on what happens in the coming weeks. 
if Sammy is still getting this kind of reaction, I think they will seriously consider making it a triple threat of Mania. They done it before. Cody said he's not against it. You know, they did it when Edge won the Rumble, and they snuck Daniel yeah. Bryan in there. I don't, I don't see, I don't see it not happening either. I, I'm not discarding it. I'm not discarding it. And like I said, what order is Roman going to put them? Is he going to put Sammy at the bottom and Cody on top and then stack them and pin them? You know, he's done this before. It's going to be great. Uh, Sergio Cadena saying uh, Cross needs to gain some momentum. He needs to win the Andre. I mean, is winning the Andre a ticket uh, anywhere? Who won it last year? That's the thing. I remember when Baron Corbin won. And I think Cesaro oh, it was won. Madcap. It was Madcap. Oh, well, there you go. Year. Speaking and of he which, he has done nothing until tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a second. So we had Oscar versus Liv Morgan, which was real. I mean, Oscar got the win. I I loved everything. This about was this so much fun with all the other yeah. female competitors. I mean, we had Raquel coming out there. We had Carmella on commentary. We had Nikki coming out and like she was like uh, like sl- slobbering over Michael Cole like um, he was sitting on on Wade's lap like yeah. he was oh I thought I thought Nikki Cross killed the ear I love Carmela too when Raquel came out and she was like oh you're really strong let me see your muscles show your muscles I was like what is happening why are we having fun we're allowed this to was have fun because I thought this was a very fun segment Asuka her makeup and she did she has to this Go on to face Bianca. Yeah, I think Oscar versus Bianca is going to be amazing at WrestleMania. I do think it's going to come down because Liv and Asuka, outside of everything going on on the outside, which was a lot of fun, I did think that Liv and Asuka put on an incredible match. Mm-hmm. Liv has really grown on my radar recently. <coughs> Excuse me, in the ring. He runs it twice. So good. Yeah, and I shut up. That doesn't even count. But um, but. <laughs> I thought, I think it's going to come down to the two of them. And they were the last two standing after all the women did their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we haven't had one of these lately, male or female, where you have just these multi-person matches and they're kind of having fun and it's a little goofy, but it amplifies it. I like this. This right. is my favorite thing about when they do this for Money in the Bank. I love that they're doing this for the Chamber. This was just a fun segment. Every I like. I like that everyone is a character, and yep. this is going to be. And they're all so different. I love yes. that too tonight. Like it felt like, like the the women's division in WWE is great, and I have fun with all these women tonight. And I hope that Liv Morgan does get number one tomorrow because they did her dirty at the Rumble, giving her mm. number two when she was begging for number one. Maybe she'll go number one tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's crazy that she's got the record for being in the most women's elimination chamber matches. Yeah, she, she's done a lot. She's done yeah. a lot. People sleep on Liv Morgan, but she's been in pretty much every Rumble too, if I'm not mistaken. She's great. Mm-hmm. Longtime fan of hers. Um, I think yeah, you've be, uh, always you've always loved Liv Morgan. You've been somebody who's put her over. I think her performance at the Rumble really turned things around for a lot of people. She was there just a few seconds short of Rhea Ripley. So, although my frustration is, and I wish I had video of this early on, she used to do this leg lock flip where she would grab yeah. her opponent and whip them around the ring. She was doing that early NXT. I don't know why she stopped doing that. It was the most badass move. <laughs> It's the same with, I don't know if she's doing it anymore or not, but Carmela used to have that weird submission finish with her leg. Like she would oh, do yeah. that weird thing and she stopped doing it for a little bit. And I love that finish. And, you know, knowing uh, a little bit of a behind the scenes uh, story, Carmela versus Liv 
yeah. is still an amazing feud because Enzo used to hype that and be like, right. like Carmella is basically doing the the kayfabe version of the life that Liv lives, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, I think they'd be right. great together uh, at some point, maybe even as a tag team. Uh, Fat Matt, $5, saying it blows my mind that a year ago, Sammy was in a goof match with Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville, and now he's main event for the championship against Roman Reigns. I hate to tell you that goof match was one of my most favorite things in WrestleMania. Uh, the feud leading up to it, I enjoyed. Remember when um, Johnny Knoxville put Sammy Singh's phone number on a plane? Sammy Singh went to his hometown to interview people. Like, I have fun. The thing about Sammy Singh, before that, he was doing the conspiracy. Like, you have to give him credit for making anything that they give him work. And maybe he's a little too good at his job because I don't know if the bloodline was supposed to go as far as his done yeah. like we will never know but i guarantee you that it might have been something that they threw to see if it stick and sammy saying can make anything that you give him stick like i give him all the props for that it doesn't matter what he's on he makes it work as ridiculous okay. Okay. as it is so let me ask you this isa roman reigns calls you in the middle of the oh, night God. and he's like hey isa here's the deal I just need some time. Is it on alone. FaceTime? Is it on FaceTime? Yeah. And he's like, here's I just need some time alone. I'm not paying attention to you. I'm not paying attention to my children. I'm not paying attention to my family. I just need some time off. Sammy's gonna win. So imagine you're okay with that. And you you digest that and you you say, Roman, I understand. This is good for you and me, but you know, not good for the championship. <laughs> but I there's an upside. You have to admit, Sammy Zayn as champion would be just non-stop entertaining storylines with him paranoid that everyone's out to get him with just craziness happening like sammy would be a thoroughly entertaining championship run he's no roman reigns different different though different kind of i thing. know i know i know what you're saying but no roman is not gonna call me and say that because he ain't no pussy he's not walking away from his titles <laughs> wait is that so... what you would say if roman calls you he's like he's a <laughs> You fucking Pussy. get in there. You get back in the what ring. Are yeah, what are you doing? Be like, why do you need time off for? You only wrestle like six times a year now. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> That's literally what I will say to him. I'm the least <laughs> loving person in the world, Glenn. I've told you this. <laughs> okay, Roman, you just became significantly less attractive in my eyes because I am not attracted to quitters. <laughs> I love our imagination. I'm just saying Sammy would be a very entertaining champion. I love the way that you pitched that, though. Like, you know me very well. You're like, he calls you on FaceTime. You know, like, I get it. But no, he's not okay. that. I'm not letting him quit. Well, I am shocked tonight that Madcap Moss had such a competitive <laughs> match against Gunther. I really looked at my so phone good. and I was like, uh, so Madcap's just going to get squashed in two minutes, right? But nope. Yeah, this was competitive. I mean, Gunther still won. Gunther is becoming someone that is putting on a good match against everybody. That kind of person that you know he's going to win, but you still look forward to the matches. This felt like a big coming out party for Madcap that he needed because after the whole pairing with Corbin, he's been very directionless. I love his performance here. Gunther was selling for him. Like this was, it was very well done. However, at some point people started looking at the time and they started chanting for Sami Zayn. And do you notice he kind of had like a rough, like one, two, three moment, like yeah. after they were kind of going. So I wonder if they call an audible just to let Sami come out a little bit sooner because the crowd was getting antsy to see their hometown hero. But the match, incredible. Love the performance by Matt Cap. And again, Gunther is becoming somebody that you just look forward to his matches regardless of who they're against they're good 
Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I know Alfred and other people have predicted that he will drop that title at Mania and then challenge Cody. And that'll be... You can't drop it. Like, how do you have him drop it? Like, you can't lose and then have him go and challenge for a bigger title. You got to do it differently. Yeah. Let him, know. like, let, let him... I don't want to say relinquish it, but it's got to be some kind of way he can pass it on to somebody on, on, <laughs> He's on just Imperium. Like, here, here, Imperium, one of you take yeah. this. Yeah, here you go. I'm going to go move on to bigger things and then let one of them lose. I don't know. I don't want to see Gunther lose to go on to challenge for the main championship. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we did hear from Sami Zayn in this main event tonight, and this crowd was electric. Um, How do you feel when you heard the song, Glenn? misty-eyed um yeah <laughs> seeing the reaction on his face him being in his hometown um my only note he came out looking a little solemn so tomorrow seriously tomorrow i want want sammy you gotta trim the beard get a haircut and when you come out tomorrow night it better be like when you wrestled john cena in montreal that you are just amped and hyped. We and almost had the go. same accident. He almost fell down when That's he was true. getting on the top ropes. Remember, he got injured, like fist pumping when he wrestled John Cena. <laughs> I was like, he gets too excited in Montreal. We need to, like, he needs to chill. <laughs> it's the Goldberg problem. Sometimes yeah. you get so enthusiastic, you end up injuring yourself. All I could think about was that injury that he got against John Cena in Montreal. And I was like, when I saw he almost fall from the ropes, I was like, okay, Sammy, breathe, buddy. Like, breathe. We need you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say hearing his entrance music, the pop from the crowd, it went for what? Almost seven minutes that they didn't yeah. let him talk? Yeah. You don't see that every day. And, and that, to me, is better than a hundred technical good matches in the ring you know what i mean the storytelling to build to that moment i get it we want to see some good wrestling but man storytelling is where it's at it is and um yeah i can't wait to see how they resolve this tomorrow night for the time being something i like your idea of him and kevin owens kind of united just to send the crowd home happy yeah, and you're going to need that. I don't understand why you want to send the crowd home happy. Like, I don't understand why they <coughs> support this behavior. This man betrayed his best friend and were cheering for it. Like, Roman gave him the world and he betrayed him by hitting him with a share in the back. And people well, are just, like, clapping for this. Like, I, even you, Glenn. Like, I don't understand well, hold what's on wrong second. with everybody. Hold on a second. So, if you look at that video package, uh -huh. he didn't... The, you're making it seem like out of nowhere, like, this was the breakup of the shield. And Sammy was like, I'm going to teach that Roman guy a lesson. That wasn't what happened. Roman, he thought he thought Roman was being excessively brutal to KO. No, he did He was rooting for he was rooting for Kevin Owens that entire match. You no, saw he it. wasn't. You he wasn't. It. And what he was saying was like, "This man has a family. You've beat this man. Why must you damage and torture this man, Roman?" Because I think he he's asked had enough. for it. He asked for it. And then Roman said, "No, Sammy, you torture this man and brutalize this man." He should have done as he was told. And like look his wife boy. and child in the eye the next time you see them and say, "I'm the one who did this to Kevin," and Roman. Uh, Roman threatened Sammy and Sammy snapped because Sammy, you're forgetting Sammy, part of the reason he's the ultimate underdog and part of the reason why he's a bastion of hope and goodwill and, and just noble spirit of humanity. Every, is because, I only hope that he loses. So I don't know well, he has a strong belief in right and wrong. And he was with the bloodline until he realized that what Roman was doing was excessive. It was cruel. No, it and wasn't. Sometimes, he was rooting for Kevin Owens the entire match. Sometimes he, knew Issa, he was going to turn. To prove that you're the most dominant and most powerful person, you know what sometimes the most powerful quality you can have is? Mercy. 
And when you've won, saying I've won and not saying I need to just do this further. So Sammy was just standing up for what he believes is right. And, uh, you know, he listened to what was in his heart. And I respect him for it. That's cute. That's not what happened. Sammy saying was rooting for Kevin Owens the entire match because he knew he was going to be turning on Roman Reigns that night. I don't know. Dear Roy Jason, Sammy is the people's champ. <clears throat> you people, not me. He ain't my champ. <laughs> Roman not, might not be either if he calls you tonight in the middle of the night and he's just like, Issa, I got to take some time off. He's not going to, no. Roman, Roman, did you not see his TikTok when he said neither Sammy or Cody stand a chance? Come on. Because mm. it's going to be a triple threat. It could happen. Imagine Roman loses the title without even being pinned. We're all been waiting for this moment that somebody finally defeats Roman Reigns and he doesn't even get pinned. <laughs> and I hate to say it. I, I mean, I feel bad that it'll probably be Sammy, but that's that's actually one of the most logical, regardless of how you feel, that's one of the most logical arguments for the triple threat. Yeah, I got to tell you something to James' comment in the chat. I was conflicted. This this moment for Sammy and the home crowd in Montreal, it felt special. And regardless of what side you lay, like as a fan, everybody knows Roman is my favorite. That's not going to change. Every once in a while, you watch something wrestling when you're like, man, this is special. Let me take it in. It felt that way tonight for Sammy saying in Montreal. I love what he had to say. Like, everybody worries about WrestleMania. No, for me, this is the most important pay-per-view it because it's here. It was so perfectly done until, like, his voice cracked when he tried to say, Roman, you're going down. And people were like, the emotion. No, it's because he knows he's capping everybody. He couldn't even say it. I mean... <laughs> Canada has their own Thanksgiving a month before American Thanksgiving, and tomorrow night is Canadian WrestleMania. That's going to be yep. epic. It's going to be great. He's going to lose, and we're all going to acknowledge him. Now, if Sami Zayn wins, that just means maybe Roman can challenge him for a rematch at WrestleMania. Oh, my God, Glenn. You keep believing. Don't stop believing. <laughs> <laughs> predictable is boring predictable is boring yep sure isn't it i don't know yeah sammy started speaking in tongues too it was, his it promo. was french it was it was french i'm bilingual too <laughs> it was awesome it was an awesome special moment i was happy to see the emotion it felt real and you can't you can't fake that you know you can't script that you can't write that it was great yeah, so tomorrow night's going to be good. I'm not doing this podcast tomorrow night. I'm tuning in for Elimination Chamber. Put it on my calendar. Can't wait. Sammy yeah, Zane, it's Montreal. stacked. It's stacked. The U.S. title inside the chamber and women's number one contender. You have Brock and Bobby. You have Roman and, and Sammy. I am very excited for tomorrow's event. Yeah, it's going to be good. So tune into Wrestling Inc. after for all the live coverage. Like I said, if Sammy wins, I'm ambushing this podcast tomorrow night. Can't keep Sammy wins, it. you're going to cover him for me because I'm not showing my face. <laughs> <laughs> what will you be doing if Sammy Zane wins tomorrow? Is I don't need to worry about that, Glenn. I'm Why would I make plans? Like, it's not going to happen. I don't know. You never know professional wrestling so uh i feel bad rampage was on so early tonight the dustin swerve match was great uh the elite yeah. trios match was great um rampage is challenged in so many ways um uh, but smackdown tonight man that that go home 
I don't know how you could have seen that tonight and not just be like counting down the hours until tomorrow night and Elimination Chamber. Yep. Well, that'll do it for tonight. Follow Issa on the Twitters. She's at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. And hey, if you like the show, like, share, subscribe, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment below. Let us know who you think is going to win tomorrow night, Sammy, Zane, or Roman Reigns. Hey, it rhymes. And uh, we'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Happy Elimination Chamber Eve, everyone. We will see you soon. Take care. Yeet. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.